Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin, and today on the episode, we are going to talk about email marketing. And with us right now, Aaron Crocker, um, who is heading up the initiative here at MLive talking about email marketing, because this is something, Aaron, that um, I, I think should be a part of most businesses' campaigns. But I think a lot of businesses get off on the wrong foot. You know, um, the amount of email that people get, I think I read, um, the amount that they get is like 147 a day on average, right? And I that's not surprised. And so if you've got 147 on average, how do you create something that people want to read? And, you know, before we started doing the podcast, we were talking about Seth Godin or Jason Hershorn, you know, with the media redefined email. And these are guys who are building robust email lists and executing at a high level with something that then further down the road, maybe sells books or whatever their next endeavor is. And that's not necessarily the strategy that everybody needs to follow, but you've got a great list of things that people absolutely need to pay attention to when they're building out a strategy for an email campaign. Yeah. And I think, uh, to your point of how many emails people get a day, um, you obviously want yours to stand out. Um, you know, we can get into some of the basics of that. And that is, you know, what, who is sending it? Who is the sender? Um, that's super important. Should it always be a person or, or can it be a brand? It can be a brand. And I know a lot of them. I mean, we could all go into our email inbox on our mobile device. Um, that's where I check my email. I would say 90 some percent of the time. Right. 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 So, um, they do it both ways. It can be a person. Maybe you have a strong brand in a person. Um, it could be the company, the store, you know, whatever. Um, but the thing you need to remember is the sender is what takes precedence over the, uh, subject line. So you want it to be something very strong that makes your brand stand out. Because if it says, you know, ecrocker at mlive.com, well, that's probably going to look like spam. It's not going to look as strong as if I said the MLive Media Group or I said ASOS or I said H&M, right? Those will speak more volume than an email address. Or if they know you, if it says Aaron Crocker as opposed to E. Crocker at MLive.com. Exactly. So there's a lot of things that you can think about with that. And in addition to that, your subject line. Um, so many people are on mobile now, and I, I, I said that before, but... Um, you want to make sure that your subject line has the right amount of characters in it. If it's trailing off, there's a problem. People aren't <laughs> understanding right. what you're trying to tell them because it's dot, dot, die, you know? So 42 characters, just keep it around 42 and you'll be good. Now, other providers, if you look up the information, will say like Google, they take 74. Don't do that because not all providers take up to 74. So you're hurting yourself. Your subject line and your sender is a thing to get someone to open it. And so it, you and need it, to really think about that. And what you're saying here is it needs to be agnostic, meaning it needs to work on every way that people are going to get this email, not just via Google. Exactly. So that's why I say, yep, you could look it up and say how many things, and it's going to say uh, Outlook lets this many and Gmail lets this many. But the bottom line is the lowest count that any of those providers do is, or the largest is 42. Just don't go above it because you want it to really – um, you want it to work across the board everywhere because your whole list is not Gmail. 
right. subscribers. So you're setting yourself up for failure. Well, and, and if they are Gmail subscribers, you have a whole different issue because they've got a promotion tab that they might actually not you know click on. Correct. Okay, so when we talk about cost, this can run the gamut, right? There are many products that you can use when you're running an email campaign, but talk to me about cost and conversion and what that looks like when you're running this campaign. Yeah, so email marketing has such a low cost per conversion. Um, and I, I have a stat here, um, and you know, it's not going to speak true to your exact company, but it's about an average that for every $1 a company spends on email marketing, they can get $44.25, so $44.25 wow. average return on that marketing investment. Um, that's amazing. And not only is that amazing, specifically speaking of email, but it's amazing because I believe that email is a connection between all of your other marketing channels. You can send them to your social channel via email. You can send them to your YouTube channel. You can send them to your website. You can send them to your event registration. So think about all the marketing tactics you're doing that you can put inside this email and get a return additional in those investments. But in your email alone, 44 25. So there's there's a there's a big level of cost per conversion and I don't think anyone should leave it out. And so while I'm I'm thinking about the cost per conversion I'm I'm seeing it's a dollar investment for 44.25 on average. Step 2 should be I buy a list, right? Well, um, no, I, I cringe a little on this, but no in one way um, and yes in another way. So uh, on our blog, actually, I wrote a pretty long blog post about uh, purchasing email lists, and I think you guys should check it out. It's, I'll put it's it interesting. In, yeah, yeah, I'll put it in the show notes here so you can just click through. Yeah, but um, I like to stand clear of that, but I know that not every company is in that situation. So um, there's a lot of options out there when it comes to maybe the acquisition of people outside of having your own list as you're working on that. I don't believe that you should buy a list and never have a place to gain your own subscribers, but I guess you have to start somewhere, right? Sure. So, so there's nothing wrong with maybe finding a really great email provider or a list building company that has opted in emails because of course we need to, you know, follow legal guidelines, but as well it has more of a targeting mechanism built into it. So you know what your people look like and you know where they're located. If you can find a, you know, a company who has the ability to do that, as much as I cringe to say don't buy a list, I also say that that's that's really great place to start when you think about the customer journey and gaining brand awareness and getting people to then you know engage with your brand and convert with your brand and then you know in the end uh, you want to use email to keep them around. So um, so in the ideal though, if I had to buy a list, the idea is that I, I convert them into a relationship, right? I don't just sit on my haunches and go I've got this list and I'm going to just pound them until they opt out. Exactly. Like I like to say, like gone are the days of batch and blast. If your email strategy is I bought a list, the cheapest one I could find or the cheaper one I could find. And I created one off email and I hit send and I walked away, there's a huge problem with your strategy. So what should my strategy be then instead? So, well, you know, the ideal strategy, because, you know, we all like what what is ideal, but um, it is to have your own list of people. So where can you put places for people to subscribe? There's a lot of different places you can do that. Um, but having your own list or, like I said, a targeted list um, from a company, which, is, which will work too. But really, um, starting with the awareness phase is sending out an email to let them know what you're all about and what you have to offer that's going to benefit them. And from there, really, 
starting to engage with them, engage with them through content, engage with them through specials. It depends on what your product or service is. Sure. You know, for us, we don't have, you know, a, a product, but we have, I mean, we do, we have a product and we have a service, but I can't sell you something that quickly. We're not a transactional as, as fast. Yeah. And it's, it's not a tactile. Right. So widget, I want right? to give you an ebook. I want to give you a white paper. I want you to better understand how marketing can be integrated into your business. Whereas let's say Meyer, for example, they sell grocery and they sell different things of that nature. So you're going to tell them, Hey, uh, come to Meyer Friday and Saturday. We have five five percent off sure. via M perks. Tell them that. That's the thing they want to know. Um, that's what's going to get them to engage with your email. Move over to your website. Move to your uh, M perks app. Something of that nature. Um, and from there, you know, keep just keep having the conversation with them over and over, nurturing them with your brand to to make it stronger. And when they do convert, don't stop the conversation. You still have a relationship with them. They can still purchase things from you. They can still interact with your brand. They can still help share your brand. So that's where it comes down to um, giving them more and more and more so they keep coming back because you're, you're, they're trusting you. Now, do I have to do all of this stuff hand-to-hand, right? Do I have to handcraft everything and wake up in the morning at 6 a.m.? and Like, talk to me about the proper way to use automation. Because when you talk about batch and blast, that's usually where automation gets the knock, right? I just dump a list in the thing, I hit send, and then I go do the thing I actually wanted to do. Yeah, so, um, you know, not every company can afford an automation marketing, email marketing system. Sure. We understand that. Um, But some of those automation systems can be something like Salesforce Pardot, Um, you've got Adobe campaign, you've got MailChimp even, um, but say you can't afford something like that. Um, there is a a thing called triggered emails and that as well can be essentially, um, triggered or autoresponder, I should say, can help you with the automation if you can't afford an automation system. But what that does is I'm going to, I'm going to build out my plan and my email strategy and I can code and design and build and all of that, everything that I need for that, set all of the timings up. And as somebody interacts with my emails, with my brand, it triggers them to get the next email because they acted on something. And that's the great thing about what marketing automation does is it um, allows you to interact with your customer or your audience the minute that they interact with you. Because let's be real, nobody wants to wait around, right? We all want instant responses. So Marketing automation allows not only you to segment lists and build out specific um, groups of people based on their interests, it will also react with them as they react with you, which is so amazing. So let's let's go back a second, though, because you kind of blew over something that I know is a, a huge passion point for you. Talk to me about this segmentation. Like how much is too much and where do I start breaking that list into bite-sized chunks to attack in very specific ways? And, and when have I done too much? Yeah. Um, so segmentation is a huge key to a relationship builder when you're talking about email marketing because um, that's where you can start to say, I need to segment in a, in a broader sense just by geo. You know, sure. my stores have different deals based on where they're located. So I'm going to do a geo segmentation. Um, but you can hone all the way down to the fact that they downloaded an ebook. These people downloaded my SEO ebook and these people downloaded my SEM ebook. They are interested in two separate things. So not that they're not interested in the other, but they've shown me interest in that product. So now when I can segment them and say, okay, here's my SEM list of people who are really 
interested in this and here's my SEO list, I can start sending them information based on that. So that's how you can segment. Um, people can be segmented on five lists, 10 lists, 15 lists. I don't know that there's a level of segmentation that's too much. Um, but I think at some point, if you add enough variables, you're going to yeah. bury most oh, people, right? Course. Like if we're segmenting a list of 10,000 people into 10,000 different emails, yes, right? Like exactly. So that's, I, th- I to your point, I guess that's where it goes, you know, because um, as a marketer who tries to always grow my knowledge base, um, I'm always on different um, places and reading different eBooks and reading different white papers and reading different case studies. And a lot of the time I have to put my information in and download them. Um, so if I'm doing one on, you know, at, at one company and I download three of them or four of them and they all have very different scopes of knowledge in them, am I going to get an email like five in one day because I was put on all those five lists? So to your point, yes, there is a, a, a strategy that you have to think about. Um, and maybe that um, putting some of those together will help will help with that. Um, but you need to make sure you understand how you're segmenting. Now, when we talk about segmenting, the natural progression is to talk about timing. What's a best practice for how many times I should talk to you? Man, I mean... And like how do... So I, 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 I can see in your eyes, people can't see this, <laughs> but like I can see in your eyes that, that that's a really big meaty question. But like maybe where do I start making my individual strategy of how I would know how, many, how much is too much? Much like when you're looking at a Facebook page, there are Facebook pages that... You can do 15 posts a day, and then there are some that you should only do one, right? And you figure that out by kind of trial and error. Yeah, so I think that one thing, um, you know, that I've read a lot about and something that, you know, I've heard a lot of people talk about is um, testing. So a lot of people don't test, and that is a huge um, mistake. So to your point, I think you start to learn because you test. So... Maybe you're sending out an email every week and you're getting really low engagement. Um, send that same email out and test it every month and look at the look at the numbers. Um, it's all going to based on what your product or service is. Um, something that's a very say you're a large you know B two B company selling a very large expensive product, right? Um, let's say environmental testing chambers. Don't sure. ask me where that came in my head. Um, I would never but think of that. Say you were selling that. Those are very expensive to purchase. Sure. Right? You're not going to send them an email every week <laughs> or day sure. about something that there is purchasing that large. Maybe you'll send something every month to help them understand what's happening and with the, you know, not necessarily with the company, but what's happening with testing and where the new technologies are going and you don't want to miss out on these new things. Fine. But now say you're, you're again, let's go back to Meyer. You have sales all the time. I want to know about those sales, right? I'm Dutch. I want to know. <laughs> um, so I would say, I, I don't know that there's a problem with sending an email out every day from Meyer, possibly. Or every week. Certainly right? every week, right? Like, I mean, I open my email every morning when I get out of bed. That is the first thing that I do. It's kind of sad, right? It's before brushing my teeth. But um, so I look at my email. I have an email every single morning that I wake up from Michael's, the craft store. Sure. From uh, Kohl's, from a couple other stores every single day. And you know what? They change their subject lines to see which one is going to entice me. And that goes back to A-B testing. It's the same sale that they're having, yet they're changing the subject line. Which ones did I open? I actually opened some, and some I'm like, nope, because they talked about something I'm not interested in. Um, So 
you know, I mean, it really depends on your product and your service. Um, and it comes down to testing. You awesome. really need to make sure you understand what your people want, because if you give them what they don't want, they're going to walk away. So Aaron, if people want to ask you more questions, what's the easiest way to get a hold of you? Um, you can email me at ecrockermlive.com. You can, um, I social media. I'm on, I, you know, I'm on Facebook. You can you can write to me there. You can reach out to even the M Live Media Group because I, you know, I look into that stuff. So any of those ways are easy ways to get in contact with me. I'd love to answer anyone's questions um, and help them get their strategy on point. And since you've been on the podcast like once every four months, I, I would be remiss <laughs> if I, I didn't at least allow you to kind of talk a little bit about what you're doing in your personal life. So you're going through this very cool transformation. Can you talk a little bit about the competition that you're doing? And it's what, May 28th? So May 28th, yep. Uh, I'll be doing a, I, I really don't like the word, but I mean, it's what it's called. So we'll just be real with it. Um, I'm doing a bikini competition. So I know that sounds very surface level, but I think it goes much deeper than that. Um, I mean, I train very heavy um, and I, I'm on point in my nutrition, very on point. I actually could tell you a funny story that my whole family laughed at the other day. So um, I, I, I was really hungry and, you know, it wasn't time to eat because, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to like hone in on that nutrition. Down by the minute. Keith, my husband, was eating a bag of pretzels and I said, can I just have a pretzel? And he gave me a pretzel. I took, it was like one of those like, you know, the, the, the twist. little twisty yeah. ones. Yep. I took one bite of it. I was like, here's the rest of the pretzel. He's like, what? And I was like, I, I just wanted to taste. I don't want to cheat too much. So I gave the rest of the pretzel back. So, you know, part of this is just, um, it's a very big mental game. Um, I go to the gym it, six days a week right now. I train only four. I do cardio five. Um, and then I have to practice posing. There's a lot, there's a lot behind it. Um, it's, it's really fun. It's very challenging. Um, and I'm excited for May 28 to say the least. I, I can only imagine. You can follow this along on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, not so much Twitter because you don't really do much. With no. Twitter, but Facebook and Snapchat for sure and Instagram, they yeah. can follow you along. And I can tell you the reason I wanted to talk about it is because – I think a lot of people do see bikini competition, right? And they think yeah. it's this surface level thing. But as somebody who sat in this office for 10 hours a day for the last two and a half months, the mental discipline that you are going through, I find to be nothing short of incredible. So I just wanted to give a, a chance well, for you to kind you. of talk about it because I'm excited yeah. to see what happens on May 28th. No. And then when you eat a chocolate cake on May 29th. I, I'm actually going to have an Oreo flurry. <laughs> That's the thing you're waiting for? I'm waiting for an Oreo flurry and I can't wait. It's going to be great. All right. Uh, it is the Everything is Mar Marketing Podcast. You can always get a hold of me on Twitter at Polymath and Vine or via email. It's Eric at MLive.com. Have an awesome day. We'll talk tomorrow. It's the Everything is Marketing Podcast.